Hi everyone, I'm Eleanor and you're listening to Sweet Deviation, the podcast designed to help you navigate, organize, and get creative while living with ADD. In each episode, I'll share personal stories, tricks, and insights that I've used to break through daily challenges. And together, we will lean into the diagnosis and stop fighting our natural tendencies. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sweet Deviation Podcast. This is a podcast for creators with attention deficit disorder. And by disorder, I mean design. In knitting, if you stray from the pattern more than three times, it's considered a design element. So in this case, I'd like to say that we tend to stray and we have an attention deficit design element in us. So I welcome all of you back. As you might tell from the date stamp, if you looked, I've been gone for a while. And I'll say this, I am so grateful to people who have reached out. I had mentioned a few podcasts ago that I was committed to this. And if I didn't come on or if you didn't hear from me to check up on me because it wouldn't have been on purpose that something might have happened to me because I am committed to being here. And as part of of the struggles that we have with attention deficit disorder, I think that it has a little bit of a at least in my case, it has a little bit of a depressive side to it. And I'm not depressed, but I was second guessing everything like I do. This is why this podcast is so specific to an audience who has the same issue. Because if a a person who doesn't have ADD hears this, they'll say, oh my God, get over it. How are you still talking about this? And those of us who create and are uh, critical of those things that we make, or we wonder if we're good enough, those are common threads for us. And this is the blanket that we've woven. (laughs) It is um, a constant battle to remind yourself that it is okay to not always be okay. So um, I was busy. I was second guessing everything. And here I am. The important thing is that you come back. So thank you to uh, my listeners who checked up on me. I am fine. I was fine. I was just thinking that maybe it wasn't significant, you know, this, this work. So I've reframed it as not having as much importance and weight on whether or not other people find it important, although I hope that they will, but more importantly, that it is a passion project of mine and that I can continue to show up for myself. So I'm glad to be back. Um, It is springtime in Texas, and I have to tell you, it is hot out here. Uh, We have entered our busy season with the alpacas. It is our shearing Um, season. And this is when we harvest our fleece. So we've been busy doing that, shearing goats and also shearing our alpacas. So that also did take some of my time. But at any rate, I'm back and I want to talk about moods. I had mentioned this in one of the previous podcasts that, you know, that's something that we have to um, work around. I can't speak to somebody who doesn't have ADD and whether or not they have moods, but I can remember even from my childhood, I would have very specific moods. There were times that I wanted to do something and I could focus on it and excel at it. And there were other times when I was just out of flow and it's just not at all what I wanted to do. And if I felt forced to do it, it was too heavy. I just, I, I've, I've learned to just let myself kind of go with whatever I'm feeling. So there comes a point if you want to be productive with your creative endeavors that you have to get past that mood right? We have to train ourselves to um, elevate our mood or get to the place where we can get the work done that needs to be done. So this is what this podcast is going to be about. We'll talk about 
different things that we can do to reignite that sense of excitement that we had when we first had the idea to create a particular item or art. Okay. So there's no question. I don't have a doubt that any of you out there have an abundance of ideas. You know, sometimes you're just walking the dog and you're thinking like 10 different things and you can't wait to get home to write them down so that you don't forget these amazing ideas that are going to be revolutionary and earth changing. I get you. I'm there. Uh, And then when Monday rolls around, because we never start anything on a Friday, right? I don't know why for me, Monday means it's the start of the new week and this is when I'm going to start this new project. So if something happens between Friday and Monday morning that throws me off of that excitement train, then it's really hard to get your ticket stamped and get back on, right? So what I find that I do when I come back to my desk on Mondays and think, ah, yeah, I was really excited about this particular project, I will write it down. And sometimes there's several things. And in my case, because I work with the fiber, uh, and it might be different, I'm certain it's going to be different for everybody. But whatever focus we're doing, if you're running a business in this day and age, there's not a place where we can just be a solitary focus. You know, you have to work online, you have to work with your marketing, you have to be a creative director, you have to be um, your financial planner. There is just so many, there are so many things that we juggle. And it makes it especially hard when we're having to focus also on creating content, right? Creating things that are going to be um, our product, our art. So if I jot these things down, I can sometimes leave it to chance. This is the number one option, right? Sometimes I will just leave it to chance. I don't give my time to, to talk myself out of it. I basically commit to myself that whatever I choose, and maybe you throw all of those things in a hat and you pull it out and whatever you pull out is the thing you have to do. I personally use a, a spin, a spinning wheel that I made, <laughs> not a spinning wheel. It's like, um, oh, like a wheel of fortune wheel like that. So I made one and I'll tell you, it's so simple. I basically took a disc. I wrote down all of the things that I want to do and have to do. Some of them are fun. Some of them are just ugh, SEO and stuff that I don't really love to do, but have to do. And I just put a push pin into a bar of soap that smells delicious, by the way. And I put a paperclip on that thing. I'll show, I'll show you pictures on the show notes. That way y'all can get an idea. But this is my creative solution for when I'm in a rut and I just, I have too many ideas, but I don't feel like doing absolutely any of them. So what I do is I put it on there, I spin and whatever it lands on is what I have to do. I've committed myself to it. So in some cases it'll be, I don't know, work on SEO for 20 minutes. So blah, if I, that's what it lands on, that's what I have to do. Other times it's, um, work on three marketing images. So meh, I don't, I could do that. I can get in the frame of mind where I can get that done. I'm not saying this is necessarily effective because I really think that bundling is the better way. But if you're really stuck on a Monday morning and you don't feel like doing anything, this is a good way to start. And you guessed it. Today, when I rolled the <laughs> the pointer around the, the little disc, it landed on record a podcast. So here I am. Here I am. And I'm glad to be here. So that was number one for how to get out of a, of a place where you're kind of stalled. Your moods are not really working in your favor. The other is play some music. I find that if I can just throw some music on and sometimes I'll listen to like James Taylor will get me in a groove if I'm painting. Like if I'm just working on like wa- watercolor, that's awesome. For whatever reason, if I'm on the pottery wheel, Nora Jones, that's all me. 
Then there are days when I'm working on really heavy things and Sarah Bareilles, like I hurt to that. Like I'll just replay and cry some more and that's okay. Like that's my process. And there are other days where like if we're working outside, we built our, our shop, Jim and I did. I can tell you the soundtrack to the things that we we're listening to, if I hear Tyler Childers, I, I, it immediately takes me back to the fun we were having when we were building our shop. So music for me is a great elevator. It picks me up and it makes me feel really good. Or it'll also make me kind of introspective and feel. Sometimes when you're writing things from the heart, you just have to feel it. And uh, that's useful to me. So that's number two is try to t- throw on some music. The third thing to do is try novelty. I think that as creatives, we get stuck in our pattern of doing things because it's what's comfortable. And if you just step out a little bit and try to find this novelty, I had done an exercise once before where it has you choose um, three words, um, like round and red and sweet. So for instance, the the challenge would be to write three compelling sentences using those three items in three very novel ways. And this is a good writing exercise. So for instance, the girl in the red hood hopped in sweet delight as she made her rounds. Or aghast at the red sight, she knelt and remembered the sweetness of her mother's round face. Round and sweet, she felt the fruit and remembered the loss of the word for red. Like, It doesn't make sense when you read them now, but it put my head in that space where I was able to kind of take those three very simple things that are very um, routine, I guess, and make myself get into the place where I can shift them around. So that's a wonderful writing exercise that I will occasionally do if I feel stuck. So change the routine, find novelty. Maybe you have to change the location. If you're working on a particular project, if it can be taken outside on a nice spring day, then maybe do that. Or maybe you have to try a new tool. That's something that I've kind of um, been playing around with a little bit. I got a new iPhone. I'm super excited about that because I have to be honest, my iPhone was so old, Um, like so old. (laughs) But now this new phone has all this new technology, something like, well, I don't want to just use it to text and to scroll. I want to find out all of the things that it can do. So that has really shifted my my mood a little bit because I know that I I can take awesome pictures now and I want to learn and take the tutorials on the video. So that helped me to get into the mood to take some of the, the challenges that I had on my daily list of things and using the phone made me excited about doing them where before I was just kind of blah about doing it. So um, novelty, novelty, changing your routine. And lastly, I want to talk to you about your own like personal space that you're in. I really think that sometimes we put ourselves in a position where if it's not going to be good enough, it's not worth doing. And those labels, that good enough label that we put on ourselves is really restrictive. So what if you just did the thing without any regard at all to the outcome, knowing that the exercise itself was enough. And even if it comes out like garbage, the experience that you learned, right? You learned, don't do it like that. It's garbage. <laughs> and at the end, nobody has to know, toss it away, be done. But at least you tried something uh, without any expectation of the end result. So those are my suggestions for how to elevate your mood when you're feeling 
kind of lost or, you know, without direction. For me, the most important thing is to do something. I know that when you take a journey that every little step sees, seems monotonous, right? It's like, oh, this again. And you feel like you're just kind of on that treadmill of, of the sameness every single day. But when you look back and you can see how far you've come, that's very important. And we have to allow ourselves that um, a, a space to give ourselves the permission to be in that mood. That mood might generate something that's vitally important for the place that you are now. And it might end up with something beautiful. So accept that space that you are and embrace it because I really think that that's part of the, the creative journey, right? And to practice a little bit of detachment because sometimes the harder we try to change things, like if you have a mood that's that's kind of somber and you're trying to change it, <laughs> you're missing out on that space that you're in. So maybe it requires a little passivity to just kind of let yourself fall into the mood that you're in and not resist it and not empower it to overwhelm you. Because I think sometimes the more we fight things, the more empowered we we make them. I don't know if that makes sense. I hope that it does. Let me give you an example. I know it's true with weight loss. The more you try to fight weight loss, the more it fights back. At least that's always been my experience. The more I obsess about it and, and I try to force myself to do something I don't want to do, it only makes it worse. Tell me I can't have a cookie and watch me eat 10, <laughs> right? So consider that. Be in the mood that you're in and let it just speak to you. And there are some times for me personally that I can get kind of in a in a solemn place. And like I said, when I listen to Sarah Bareilles, it makes me feel all the feels. Like I get into this really great place. And it might to the outsider seem like kind of a sadness, but it's not. Be very clear about the distinct difference between loneliness and aloneness, right? So if you're lonely, you're missing somebody or you're missing something, something's missing there. But in the aloneness, you're alone and enjoying yourself. And I think that that's a creative place where we, when we get into that little cove and, and settle into it, can be very, very um, inspiring and can be very helpful to this need that we have to create. So I, 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 hope that you will allow yourself to not be so focused on the craving of the approval or the being in the right mindset or the right mood and just to allow yourself to have your your potential be what it is in the space that you're in so accept that and and dig in and see what comes of it i'm i'm really thinking that that might be a really good way for us to to learn different aspects of need to want to do more and to have so many tracks playing at one time and to hear all the things. Uh, I've seen those memes where they say, you know, like my brain is like the computer with all the tabs open and I don't know where the music's coming from. Like that's pretty accurate, right? I'm sure you all have seen that. And it is basically my life. That's how I feel constantly. And, and, and all of those things play around in your head and it can be overwhelming and it can help to have a routine or a tool that you use to rein all of that in, right? So use whatever works for you. Again, to recap, we talked about how to get yourself unstuck from a mood 
if the mood is creating a place where you're feeling like you're second guessing yourself or you're just not in the mood to do any one thing, force yourself by selecting, making a list of things, putting them in a hat or make them on a spinner wheel like I did, and then commit to whatever comes up on that wheel or whatever you pull out of the hat, you're going to commit to doing it. End of story. And then after a certain amount of time, it might be 20 minutes for you or 96 minutes or whatever motivates you to say, okay, I did it. I'm done. I'm going to let myself off the hook and continue on. Or you might find that, hey, now I'm in the groove again. So I'm going to continue. So, and continue to work on it. The next one again is to uh, change the environment that you're in. So you might want to go outside if you're inside, you know, change something different. And then of course, try using new tools and finding ways to to be innovative in the space that you're in. So force yourself, push yourself a little bit to stretch and try those new things. And then I'd be curious to see if there was anything else that you could add to that list. Uh, certainly this is not exhaustive. I know that there are going to be times when I'm still not in the mood to get anything done. And I know that I have to get them done. And the more you sit with that, it creates even a, a more anxious feeling of, oh, I can't get anything done. I need to get these things done. I don't feel like doing anything. And then you can go into that tailspin of oh, overwhelm because this isn't where you want it to be. So anyhow, I'm going to leave you with a high note and tell you that I know you can do it. I want to see you succeed. And remember, this is who we are and how we are built. Make no apologies for it. So I hope that this has been useful to you. I look forward to hearing your feedback. If you haven't yet been to the sweetdeviation.com website, hop over there, give it a look. See some of the stuff that's going on around here. We have pictures of alpacas and goats and that kind of stuff. Um, because, right, you need more distractions. But anyhow, get out there and send a little note. Let me know you're out. Let me know how you're doing. And uh, also let me know if there's anything else you want to hear about. I'm constantly researching different ways that I could work through some of the obstacles that I have with ADD. So if there's something that, that you're really struggling with, shoot me a message and see if we can't find the solution together. Okay, have a wonderful, wonderful week and take time for a sweet deviation.